can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. Episode of the Hole in None podcast with me, words, and my neighbor, DJE, Mr. Doty Fade. On tonight's podcast, we will recap John Rahm's victory at the Memorial. I think we'll crown a bitchy boy of the week. And we'll preview the 3M Classic. Hi, Johnny. Words. Hey. Great to have you back. Good to be back. Not. <laughs> no, no. You going solo? <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Ever since the last show, a lot of uh, agents have contacted me about going going to Hollywood and becoming an actor. <laughs> Not even podcast. <laughs> yeah, no. no. <laughs> oh yeah, but the podcast. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, great to have you backwards. I'll fucking tie you up. How, how was the rest of your trip, by the way? Jeez. Good trip. A lot of family time. Dude, you look you look so much different. I mean, Jesus Christ, when was the last time you cut your goddamn hair? Well, you know, it's <laughs> pre-COVID. Yeah. Grow that beard out a little bit more. You look like Jesus. Yeah, the hair's been getting a little out of hand. I I got absolutely slammed at my office this last week. Um, this old Oklahoma Highway Patrolman that I work with, his name's Hank, and he's built like a bald Trace Adkins. He walked by my office and like kind of backpedaled and kind of looked me up and down. Said he talks like Trace Adkins too, huh? Like Andrew, I bet that hair looks pretty cute in a bun on the weekends. <laughs> Were you like, have you been <laughs> oh watching me? Oh my god, <laughs> have you been fucking following me? <laughs> What'd you say, Daryl? <laughs> Hank, <laughs> have you been ho- following me, Hank? What the fuck? Words, I've seen your hair in a bun at least a few times. Jesus, <laughs> right. <laughs> What are you talking about with that <laughs> calf lick on up on your upper lip? I'm trying to trying to do my best Pecos Bill. Hey, Pecos. Hey, hey Johnny. <laughs> El Guapo. <laughs> yeah, I haven't I haven't shaved either, man. Oh, cool. So anything else? Uh well yeah, no, no nothing nothing happened while you were gone except for like, you know, my typical weekend. I played four go- rounds of golf or so and drank a lot. Did you have your match play this week? No. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, good. Moving on then. Yeah. No. So you're out. I'm out. I got out. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Yeah, I mean, boor- boring story. Yeah, super boring. <laughs> well, it's to a 62-year-old man, whatever. <laughs> what happens? Binged <sighs> his loss to me last year. Oh, that's right. You fucking beat him. Oh, that makes me feel even worse. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. No, you played good. I played. I played pretty good too. So I, I guess I should have played better. It happens. It happens. I, so I just went and drank after. <laughs> you just get fucking blacked out. No, that was that was literally yesterday. I just oh, kind of yeah. came home and sulked. Yeah, should have made that putt. Uh, 
Penny. <laughs> yeah. I went and complained like I assume Bryson does anytime he comes close and doesn't seal the deal. <laughs> we'll get to that. It's the memorial. It was it was an exciting tournament. Not. <laughs> no, it was it was it was good. You didn't like it? I thought it was great. I, I thought it was great. I love seeing those players fucking squeal like that. After they torched it, like we said, Jack was going to get pissed off, and he did. The pin placements on Sunday were absolutely ridiculous. Dude, and that's the thing on on that place. One, it was crazy how they started ripping it up before they were even done playing. Do you see that? Yeah. I mean, that was fucking nuts. But uh, get, it go- get it going, guys. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um, clearly, those types of pin placements are, are simply to just say, fuck you. We don't want you to make birdie. You know, it's like, oh. I, I agree that it's fun watching those guys struggle, but it's also kind of like, okay, whatever. You you saw what this course can be done. Like, when this course is normal, they fucking raped it, but they have an, another level they can get to with getting it firm and fast. But the pin placements is just, that's just kind of being cocksucker-ish from, I don't, I know that's not the superintendent's call. Like, that typically at our course, it's Jack, be, baby. But yeah, it's like, hey, I don't want these motherfuckers breaking par here. Uh, how much. How much did he just love Bryson not making the cut and making a ten on on a hole? Oh, I think he loved it. But are we gonna Bryson? Are, are we are we gonna touch on that now? Oh, he missed the cut. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So what what happened? Where he he hits it over a fence twice in a row. Twice pulls it, a pulls tr- a Roy McAvoy. Hey, give me another ball. Well, he tries to he tries to get a ruling on on it from the rules official and says that he doesn't believe him and calls over another one. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> oh, I don't yeah, believe sure. It. Yeah, the rules official, the, the one coming up took about three seconds. Like, oh, yeah, he's right. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Shut the fuck up, Bryson. Go. So he was just being a cocksucker. To go, I'm going to go back there and play again. Yeah, what a measly little fuck, though. You know, just like it wasn't like cordial about it at all. And that's like, I get it. Like his, like his whole brand, if you will, like he called it. Like he's showing his true colors. He's got to be one of the biggest cocksuckers. He might be yes. emerging on Patrick Reed as like the biggest fucking asshole dislike person on tour. Yeah, I, I agree. It's so funny because he's trying to take all these steps to save his brand, and he's just like shitting all over it. <laughs> I, I love, I love seeing a person just completely uh, do that to themselves. <laughs> I don't know why. Is that is that sick? <laughs> yeah, you like people, people shitting all over themselves. What? Huh? <laughs> The thing about Preed, though, is, like, he doesn't give a fuck. Like, no, he's at least, just a cheater. At least Preed doesn't, like, go far and away to try to seem like a, a likable guy. And I, I feel bad because I bet you that there's, like, still little kids that probably think Bryson DeChambeau is their fucking hero. And they just don't see how big no, of a cocksucker don't. he is. Like, well, he's I mean, Puma and Ricky. Besides he. us for getting in a weight gaining contest because <laughs> he's getting huge. That's one other thing we're going to do at some point in this show. We're going to have a live weigh-in, right? Oh, no. <laughs> okay, yes. Right now? I should have eaten a bigger dinner. Fuck. Are we doing it right now? No. Okay. I need to get the scale. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then after he pops his second one, he pops his second one OB, and then he's walking to the green, whatever, gets his second shot in play, and his, his caddy's, like, blocking the camera. Get, get away from this guy. Literally. Give my guy some space. Come on, man. Like, kind of racing to block the camera out. Like, what the fuck? Dude, Just, did he not learn from the last time he tried no. to talk shit to a cameraman? Like, what the fuck is going on with this guy? What's wrong with the cameraman? <laughs> trying to get shots of this guy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's the cameraman's fault. 
Yeah, Bryson. That was your original. Uh, the cameramen are the ones in the wrong here. It's so incredible, like the this dichotomy of Bryson, like how much I love what he's doing on one hand, and then he's just this total fucking little bitchy boy. On the other, it's 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 hard to it's hard to fathom. Hey, could couldn't have said it better myself, bitch. Well, anyways, I'm sure Jack loved. Yeah, he loved that Bryson didn't make the cut, mm-hmm. and so did we. Yes, <laughs> anyone that picked him's a fucking idiot too. Who <laughs> picked? I don't know. I'm just saying, like we will. <laughs> oh, I will know. But John Rom, he played awesome all weekend. He was a little shaky on the fir- first nine on Sunday, um, but when he needed it, the chip in on 16, very reminiscent of Tiger in 2012, gave him a four-shot cushion over Palmer. Five. My boy, the golden Sandy, Ryan Palmer, who's playing maybe some of the best golf of his life at 43 years old, by the way, which I just love. They Dude. also mentioned on the telecast he's never lost his card uh, since he's gotten it, which is just... hey. Thanks to John Rom last year, right? <laughs> I think he would have ended up getting it, but that was yeah. a big help. That was a big help. I yes. love, I loved seeing all those pictures. It's like, well, you know, he's gonna have a comfortable Sunday because they're friends. You know, Rom and Palmer paired together, and they they showed that picture of them wearing those fucking gay belts. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool after the chip in. You know, Palmer still had a par putt, maybe, maybe a birdie putt, but he gave him a little. He dabbed him up. You, oh, you mean when they broke social distancing? Because it was a, it was a high, it was a f- low five. Oh, that's <laughs> I was like, what? <gasps> no, they just touched palms. Did you write an email to someone? Yeah, Jay Monahan. I personally wrote an email to Jay Monahan. I was like, what the fuck kind of example are these guys setting? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. That was good, hey, good stuff. But even worse though, words. I mean, how about the video of the ball kind of oscillating a little bit? Such horseshit. And all these fucking armchair guys, like just exactly what we're making fun of. Well, so you know they changed the rule a couple of years ago yeah. that like they wouldn't accept call-ins, like penalties. Yeah, but it's like uh, the HD rule. Apparently, you know, they literally have the, the the camera so close up onto it. I don't know how they're able to call that penalty, but the ball moved, you know, a millimeter down. Like it's definitely didn't help him. It's not like he fluffed the lie. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you ground your club, I mean that's that's gonna happen in the rough. And obviously, could you imagine if it was a little bit closer? Can you imagine if it was P. Reed? Oh, yeah. No, fuck that. No. <laughs> it's so amazing how Rom, I mean, you, I see his outburst on there, and I'm like, oh, the passion of the Spaniard. <laughs> and like, if P. Reed would pull that, she was like, this motherfucker disrespects the game. Are you kidding me? Get him off the tour. <laughs> Kick him off the tour, Doug. Yeah, no, but. Could you imagine, say, Palmer is within, you know, one or two there? What kind of They impact? wouldn't have given yeah, him a penalty. That I, I, was I don't such think a so cop either. Out, yeah, like, what a joke. Well, that I, my respect level for Rom, like, just continues to climb. I mean, I fucking love the guy. But his postgame interview with Amanda Balionis, ooh. Well, she, bred, she straight up brought up the, hey, the ball's oscillating. I think you're going to get a two-stroke penalty. And you could tell on Rom's face, like, he had, he had no idea. He had just heard about it. Um, but I just respect how he answered. I mean, yeah, I would have probably fucking fainted if someone told me that. But he was like, it doesn't take away anything from the shot. It's one of the best shots I've ever hit in my life. It doesn't take away anything from the tournament. So he he didn't shy away from it. He obviously knew he was it wasn't going to cost him. It was an unbelievable shot. And watching it at the time, it was it was pivotal. Because uh, Palmer kind of started creeping back on him. And Rom had you know made some a double bogey and a bogey kind of consecutively. And uh, so... 
in the circumstances, I 100% thought he was going to make bogey. I'm just glad that, you know, Amanda Balionis recognized that because uh, I think she's single. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is 11 worldwide wins for Rom since 2017. You know, some of them did in, come on the European tour, but it wasn't exactly like in the Swiss Open. <laughs> he's, he's won some big tournaments. Um, and it is crazy. He's ascended to number one in the world, and he's only won that many. I mean, that just tells you how many times he's been top five, top ten, like always top 20, period. Um, you think he's going to be there a while, or you think it's going to be kind of a shuffle between he and Brooks and DJ well, and JT? I wouldn't put Brooks into that category Ooh. right now. But, yeah. um, no, that was was another crazy thing is, like, I guess, I guess there was scenarios where, like, four different people could have become number one last week, which, which I, I didn't realize it was that close. But uh, um, it'll be interesting to see because I don't – you know, like like you said about our boy Morikawa, I don't see Rom slowing down any anytime soon. You've got, you know, obviously he's taking the week off here at 3M. Then you got WGC Memphis, and then the PGA is right around the corner. And I think Rom firmly wants to hang on to that number one world ranking, first Spaniard to be number second Spaniard to be number one, all the way back when After Seve did it. Seve back in the day. So I hey, think. So, hey, sorry, Sergio. Yeah, exactly. I didn't realize Sergio got to number two at one point. Did yeah, you know that? yeah, I did. Um, but yeah, but I, no I, number one. I think that Rom really is going to like cherish this role and title. And if there's anyone like, come on, Jason Day is not going to hold that thing again like he did before. I think Rom's the kind of guy that could hang on to number one for a long time. I agree. And uh, you know, back to his interview, he also mentioned his grand. He lost his grandmother. He's lost two relatives to COVID. Uh, he lost his grandmother like a, a t- couple weeks ago. He wasn't able to go to the funeral, uh, obviously. But they he said he sc- they scattered her ashes last week. And I mean, he's very gracious and uh, he's, he he's seemed pretty happy to me. Jeez. Well, you <laughs> saw him. You saw his side piece. He was holding on to that there. <laughs> he's been in America so long. He could give a fuck about his dead grandma. <laughs> oh my, here we go. Hey, she's probably getting fucked by Arnold Palmer right now. <laughs> No. <laughs> got, it. got it. Got it. <laughs> that, hey, that was good. Um, all right, just one last thing about Ryan Palmer. The longest putt he made on Sunday was 15 and a half feet. Just showed you how well he was playing, but I mean, you, you got to drop a few, a few bombs in there, dude. There's no denying Ryan Palmer is one of the great ball strikers on tour right now. Like, definitely top five ball striker on tour right now. And, in my opinion, him and guys like Webb, yeah. you know, and the week before he he dropped an eighty one on the exact same course during the workday. Yeah, uh, so he's t- hey, you gotta it's hit or miss, baby. So did you hear he he put, he put his old putter back in his bag, and it, it's it was a Rossi like an Odyssey Rossi two, which is a putter I had for probably shit back in my temper days. I had that putter for five. 15 years until I fucking broke it. I <laughs> <laughs> snapped it over so, my goddamn knee. I think what I did is I like just kind of held it over my knee, like with being pissed off. And then like the shaft literally was like a fucking spaghetti noodle. <laughs> so finally, like after trying to like warm it up with a towel and shape the shaft back to being straight, I finally just was like, okay, this putter's done. I have to get a new one. But yeah, went back to his old putter, yeah, which seemed to help, help a little bit. Mm-hmm. Except for the, only 15-footer he made on Sunday, I guess. is the only way it helped. You know, you brought up Morikawa coming off of his win at the same course. And I think 
he may have his girlfriend may have let him stay up a little too late playing Fortnite after his big <laughs> victory because he didn't he was not up to par this week. No, uh, what he tied for forty eighth? Is that right? Tied for forty eighth. Um, Matt Wolf was the one of the big three who kind of came up big on a really tough golf course. Um, T twenty two, and he was plus four on Sunday. Yeah, so yeah. 77 on Thursday, 76 on Sunday, but he sandwiched fucking 68 and 70 in between that, which for that fucking course is, are two great scores. Yeah, he can play really well on really hard golf courses. Um, so he's still figuring it out. Well, your boy from, from Victor. Norway. Victor. Your, your boy from Norway words. He yep. uh, he was also there with, with Morikawa tied for 48th. Uh, you know, I think those guys are probably getting a little tired. They just need, you know, this like stretch of three days to probably. Vic's not playing this week. Vic's not playing. And Morikawa's not playing. Wolf's the only one just because he's the defending champ. But uh, yeah, it was a so so week for our, our favorite three youngsters. Dude, another young guy that played very well, 68 on Sunday, Matthew Fitzpatrick. Yeah, four under on Sunday. Um, I don't even think there was a, another golfer at three under. I think the other only closest one was two. Yeah, he caught fire. Dude, he yeah, ended he, up getting a solo third. He was the only he was the only guy to shoot in the sixties on Sunday. The next best round, Xander at seventy. Seventy. Um, but yeah, solo solo third for Matt Matthew Fitzpatrick. Um, I still yeah, whatever. <laughs> I still remember when he won the the U.S. Uh, amateur and <laughs> he had like a little. His cat. I couldn't tell if his caddy was like his brother or if his caddy was like some like like Francis we met's caddy, some little kid that he found in the parking lot. But I think it did turn out to be his brother. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, Danny Willett. He had a bad Danny, Sunday. Danny Willett. But he <laughs> continues to lurk. He's a lurker. Yeah, d yeah. Danny Willett shot 82 on Sunday and finished uh, tied for 32nd. But you know, he's still lurking. <laughs> yeah, T32 is good. 82. Uh huh. It's an avalanche. But you know who was tied for fourth? My mate, Jason Day. J Day. Battling the bad back all week. Oh yeah, of course he's <laughs> battling something <laughs> always. Hey, did he say that? Uh, yeah. Did you see our boy? Our boy. Bill Payne sent us that picture of uh, of my mate trying to reach in the cup and pick up his ball. Oh, <laughs> and oh like, goodness. It looked like oh. a fucking toothpick reaching into the fucking cup. He, like, w wouldn't bend down. It was, like, completely upright. Um, you guys, I know. It's, I know. I'm, I'm very impressive to be playing like this in the condition I'm in. Back-to-back -back top tens at, Just at, me at and his, Tyga, you at know, his hometown. Me and Tyga had the back stuff, the back issues. And, uh, you know, we both kind of have the same mentality. <laughs> I, I just hope that my mate doesn't have to have a, a fusion. If he has a fusion, he's going straight for the powdered sugar donuts, <laughs> and he's gone forever. Dash! Dash! Bring my Fortnite controller. <laughs> Dash, come here. Uh, no, but two, two consecutive top tens from my mate there at his home course. Good for him. It is good for J-Day. He needed to do something. Hey, he's back inside He's back inside the top 50 in the world. All right. What a game. 44. He was at like 60-something a few weeks ago. <laughs> so two top tens will do for you. You heard it here on the show, I'm sure. My mate. He was tied with Matt Wallace. Um, Mackenzie Hughes and Henrik Norlander were there in sixth. And a couple notables inside the top ten. Tony Finau, who choked his fucking ass off, in my opinion, uh, was was up three shots in, on the back nine of Saturday and finishes eighth. Um, and then 
Kevin Nas there at nine, and then there's just a log jam there at ten, including Patrick Reed. Um. All right. Well, let's go over our picks. It's just amazing how resentful I can get at these guys when they're not playing how I want them to. Brooks made the cut on the number with a double on 18 and, you know, had a lot of doubles this weekend. Didn't play great. Very sad to see. No, it was sad to see was my pick, Tiger. You know, he, he looked like he was a little stiff, stiff as a board. Um, I think Friday. that both of them thought they were missing the cut at three three over, and they're like, okay, okay, let's just get the hell out of here. And then they're like, no, you guys are fucking playing. Tiger, yeah, they, I think they both played pretty well on on Saturday. Tiger, Tiger shot one under on Saturday, so I mean, I think considering that that was at least you know gave me a little bit of hope. So, and by hope I mean that he's gonna win like all three majors this year. But <laughs> <laughs> three majors, so sad. I know. Other than that, I had Cantlay, who you know kind of. For his standards, didn't didn't play very well. Uh, he had a really shitty Sunday. Um, he ended up he ended up shooting seventy nine on Sunday to finish uh, tied for thirty seconds. So that's the only cash I brought in, brother. JT JT had a solid tournament, but you know whatever. Plus three on Sunday, top thirty, whatever. You know picking JT. Last time I did it, he did make the cut. Now he's outside the top 20. Not good. Not good. Not good at all. That was the one thing that I was happy about is that none of your guys, you know, <laughs> didn't didn't really go go off too hard, you know what I mean? And so uh, I, I didn't do too bad. But words, our third pick, the guy who shot that couldn't break 80 there. Yeah, 80, 80 out of here. The man with the golden nose. I want to live, I want to give, I'm cutting lines for my golden nose, I've got this dumb look stuck on my face, cause I'm so numb from doing lines of blow, with my golden nose. I gotta fucking give you a big shout out for your production skills there. <laughs> a lot of time spent in the lab on that one. Jesus Christ, Dr. Dre? Am I looking at Dr. Dre? <laughs> Jesus, when did you get long hair and turn white? <laughs> uh, DJ really brings out the best in me. You know what brings out not the best in him is those cocaine milkshakes. <laughs> oh Barbara finally <laughs> served him up one that was too stiff, huh? Just too much for even the man with the golden nose. <laughs> guy, guy can't. Guy shows up as a tournament favorite, can't even break fucking eighty. I'm our, not our pick. <laughs> our guy. <laughs> Words. A big fat goose egg because DJ uh, you know, gives us gives us a miscut. I think DJ I picked him twice now and I picked him twice yeah. and he's missed a couple of times. <laughs> okay. Hey, note to self, don't pick DJ when a tournament that's you know either pick him in a tournament that's a little, like real shitty purse, you know. No, he's the purse guy. He's Percy. <laughs> he's he's pretty Percy. Percy, gotta say, I'm I'm just, I'm stunned. I'm stunned. He didn't give a fuck. It's he, him and Paulina's fight. Impossible to pick. Yeah, it's, for sure. Except for the U.S. Open this year, probably. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's done. Tell he you, may not win another major ever. 
Okay, okay, I'll take that bet. No, he probably won't. <laughs> yeah, he's it's, probably it's, he's probably due for another PGA. It's it's a combination of two things. It's him and uh, Paulina's like kind of fight, and probably the cocaine hangover from his win a few weeks ago. And so it's like he probably ended up hooking up with a chick, and like feels guilty about it because Paulina's already mad at him, and now he just <laughs> like probably had a fucking three day cocaine headache. Go on. <laughs> Barbara didn't do him any favors by serving him the cocaine milkshakes. Like, oh. Well, did you see? Did you see the list of the milkshakes they served there? It was like Golf Digest posted. It was like, oh, Snickers, uh, vanilla, strawberry, yeah. and then it's like, it's like the look an- who you're looking at. It's Do like, I look impressed? <laughs> it's like animal style on the In and Out uh, menu. You know, it's not there's on the one menu. Off the, well, yeah, <laughs> there's the, there's a couple the, not on the menu. Yeah, it's then and DJ's is definitely the cocaine milkshake. So, uh, yeah, big fat goose egg for us there, huh, bud? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Next time I'm in Ohio, though, I, I'm either going to holler at uh, Baker Mayfield or Barbara Nicholas for a cocaine hookup. <laughs> <laughs> if I needed it. Babs. <laughs> so now that we're kind of on in the DJ black hole, you know, when he threw his back out at the Masters, you know, there was always that rumor that it was because Rom caught him fucking Rom, his girlfriend, uh-huh. Kelly, yeah. which I think is bullshit now. Kelly would like, no, no, DJ, I'm... I'm with the Spaniard. <laughs> yeah. I think it's much more plausible that DJ was just like, oh, oh man. Your girlfriend's got huge tits. <laughs> <laughs> he just, you disrespect the honor of my girlfriend. <laughs> Prepare to die. And then he threw him down the yeah, stairs. Yeah, then he <laughs> fucked him up. Battery was fucking coked out. Yeah, they were just coked out. Like, ah, <laughs> Coked out, like so coked out, he threw Paulina! it back out. Paulina! <laughs> uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so, DJ, <laughs> Mr. Cut. So, words, uh, that actually, the, the DJ pick sunk us both. I finished tied for 44th. You were all the way up there. Uh, not too hot, too much higher above me. You were tied for 39th, but the guys that did pick well. I did beat you again, right? You, you beat me again. Um, Surprisingly enough, you only you only beat me by like six, 12, twelve cents. Yeah, like sixty thousand. So, no harm, no foul in IMO. Um, but geez, only five guys in the entire league picked John Rom, which is pretty surprising for a guy that was number two in the world and is now number one in the world. Um, no bigger than Team Bryson. Huge move. One point eight nine seven. Actually, there was a, a two way tie there. Keegan's bestie. Who's really mm. been making a run as well? Going back at it with the commish, and, uh, and th- there's a few guys. That, there's actually several guys that all, all the guys that took Rom finished with 1.8 at least. Um, R W M Frog, um, his other two with Tiger and Spieth, uh, Spackler Squad, who's on fire. Michael Fitch, he had J T and Woodland, uh, Putterface Trey McClendon, he had Berger who missed the cut, and and Xander who had that big Sunday. And then the last guy, S.L. Kurd, P. Reed's number one fan. He also had the golden nose, but he had Rom and Justin Thomas as well. So um, pretty pretty solid pick in there from those guys. Kudos. Uh, as far as the overall league standings, uh, that's going to bring Team Bryson all the way up from number seven to number one. Big picking. Ran Oliver is now the overall season leader. 
He edges out LBBCBH, who I called out for picking. I didn't call him out, but I realized he was one of the dumbasses who picked DeChambeau. Love you, Brad. Bad pick, though, there. And you're still beating me by a cool 48 spots. Um, all the way up from number 10 to number 3 is Spackler Squad. That's Michael Fitch. Two Gloves Attorney is down one from 3 to 4. The Commish drops three spots. C. Rob Slicers. Chris Roberts at 5. Von Schmelsky hangs tied at 6. All the way up from 17, up 10 spots. Keegan's Bestie is now in the top 10 again. He's at number 7. Harry Balls Higgs Waller down 4 to 8. Vegas Dave is slipping all the way, almost out of the top 10 at number 9. And S.L. Curd, P. Reed's number 1 fan, is up 17 spots, all the way from 27 wow. into the top 10. See, there is hope. My guy, my guy, George Washington Carver. Carver. Love you. Love you, McCurdy. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Small, another small shout-out to Ransom. He set the, the, uh, the over-under line at 68 on Sunday uh, and hit it on the head, which was pretty impressive. Indeed. Um, words, that's going to drop you, actually. See, here's where I get kind of somewhat small victories. Your, your finish actually drops you two spots. I only dropped one. Okay. We don't we don't need to talk about what position that is. You're in 24th, 9.58 million. I'm in 50th now, clinging. I've got to stay inside that top 50. Is you like J-Day. Yeah, <laughs> except, hey, that means I'm I'm due for a couple top 10s, mate. Uh, last week, or what was that, two weeks Eddie, ago? Eddie, help! <laughs> Get dash! <laughs> Words, you've got a cool 2.7, about 2.6. Yeah, two point six million dollar lead on me. So uh, yeah, let's go. <laughs> hey, got a major coming around the corner. Maybe my mate will bail me out. We do. We have a WGC and a major coming up. But before that, let's take it on up to Minnehaha, Minnesota. Oh, oh my goodness! All of the Golden Gophers, eh? Minnesota. Am I from Minnesota or am I from Norway? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm either from Norway, Minnesota, or Northern Ireland. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just the best, John. <laughs> uh, TPC Twin Cities. Woo, second year they've had this tournament? Second year they've had the tournament. Last year was a fucking great, actually great fucking tournament. The Young Guns were on display. What Wolf Wolf wins with an eagle on seventy two? Like a, a a sixty foot edgy eagle. It was like twenty five thirty feet. No, it was like <laughs> <laughs> but he edges Morikawa, who they were dueling it out to become the first of the, that crew to win. That was only Wolf's fourth start. But you know who was tied for second with with Morikawa? Bryson. Bryson was here last Bryson, year, almost in contention. That. I'd forgotten that. So it was actually, He was you know, a little skinny bitch back then. <laughs> yeah. The 3M actually packed a little punch last year. This year seems a little fucking watered down. <laughs> you still got you still got some gunslingers in there. You want to go over the feature groups? Well, before we go to the feature oh, groups, where you got something? I, I do. I, I wanted to actually, because I knew we wouldn't touch on these guys unless we, you know, maybe had a side segment about them. You'll touch there, on there's them. There's some notable fields, especially some hole and none favorites. Tommy Ganey's in the field this week, baby. Two gloves. The the, the Prosty King. <laughs> yeah. the, guy, the guy who tried to get a blowy from an undercover cop with big tits. That was entrapment. <laughs> that was entrapment. Don't impinge on my civil liberties. 
you know, I haven't even seen if he's been charged with that yet. I wouldn't be surprised if the charges were dropped right. now, you know. That, um, but other than that, another show favorite, Robert Garrigus, is also in the field. The fucking dope king. The guy who used to smoke weed and porta potties back on the, the nationwide tour. Back yeah, when on it was the PGA called. tour. Yeah, and that too, probably. Uh, and, and along those same lines, Matt Every's here, too. I mean, live forever. Are, are those guys fucking sharing a house this weekend? <laughs> Jesus. Keep Chris Kirk away from those guys. What did Chris Kirk do again? Uh, he went to rehab recently. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh uh, Greg. But you know another guy, Words, one of your favorites. Chase Kepka is in the field this week. I saw it. <laughs> I always want to call him Chance. <laughs> well, that would make Chance sense. Chance Kepka. That's my name. Uh, my big brother's Brooks. Yeah, that's so sad, Words. You know, you know a lot about this. Like, the older brother is much more better looking and talented. <laughs> You goddamn motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, but yeah. You yeah. know about that too, second born, when your older sister is just like 10 times more athletic. <laughs> yeah, well, just to give you an idea, I've, I've, my, I'm, the fourth, I'm the fourth kid from my dad, uh, so he hates me. <laughs> uh, my, my, other, my other favorite player that's in this that I got to give a shout out to, Arjun Atwal. Hell, he killed a guy. <laughs> you don't know about this? Oh. Yeah, dude, he was like in a street racing accident, like in 2007. Like literally, there like, in Orlando. Was he in the car with Nick Hogan? Dude, <laughs> yeah, he might have been. I killed Nick Hogan's like good friend. But yeah, no, he he killed a guy. He they they street uh, street raced in 2007 in Orlando. It was a, it was a, Atwal was in his BMW and this dude was in a Mercedes and literally the dude just like didn't oh. turn, went off the fucking road and hit like trees and just <laughs> lights went out. <laughs> Yeah, it's no, it's not a laughing matter. Luckily, he was cleared of any criminal wrongdoing, which I'm sure he sweated out for a long time. And God, he must have a great attorney, and that might just be why he hasn't resurfaced on the PGA tour till just now. Which I'm sure he has. But quick, sure. quick note on Arjun Atwal. So of, yeah, a lot of uh, death off the cuff on this <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. So those featured groups, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Good homework, hey, though, Johnny. Hey, w- uh, words, we, we better get into those featured groups now yeah, I before, so. I, before I say something real wrong. I think so. Uh, featured group, our guy, the golden nose, Dustin Johnson. He's back after missing the fucking cut last week. You know, he's, he's number four in the world, for Christ's sake. What's he going to do? You know, I picked him last week. He was paired with, what, Rory and Tiger? And I thought that I was like, going to bring out something in him show a lot of pride he ends up dropping 80 80 this week it's a fucking purse under six and a half million 1.2 to the winner i think i i don't know what to think he's gotta so get i'm him. gonna fucking take him. oh my god <laughs> yeah you didn't you didn't guess that one words, did you bitch words i literally was like hey should we recut this so i can say hey are we gonna be all on three of the same guys but i'm so glad unbelievable hey i love it Hey, he's so Percy, you never know what to expect, right? Hey, he may be. That three-day cocaine milkshake <laughs> finally wore he's off. finally coming down. I 100% would not be surprised if Dustin Johnson won this thing. You can never guess when he wins the thing, words. Well, I was so disgusted kind of with everything this weekend that I made the made the t- determination that I'm, I'm not taking this fucking guy in a major, so I may as well just start picking him. Take him at the 3 I'm going to keep riding that motherfucker. It snows a lot in Minnesota, just not in July, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I, 
I hope that that fares well because this is obviously the the biggest uh, group of them all. Uh, the next guy, Tony Finau, who just split with his caddy. Do you see that? No. He split with his longtime caddy this week. Um, after last, after the tournament last week, he split with his caddy. Was kind of like you fucking choked. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I no, I I think that I think that it's gotten to the point where. Can you tell me right now how many wins Tony? One. He has one win on tour, which is crazy. Like the talent's there, and it's like finally to a point where it's like, okay, you're fucking fired. Let's see if we can do something. Boyd Summerhays is on the bag for him this week. I'm on Tony also. Well, words. That's what I was worried about because I'm on Tony. I think he'll be a popular pick. He played well until he choked it away, and this is a bombers golf course, just like it fares well for DJ and Tony. I think Tony's a great pick, and he wants to shed the fucking. He wants to get another win, so that's one we're on together. Are you on the third guy in this group? <laughs> no, hey, but if, I know we're you, on the same third guy. Tell me if you if you grow that fucking beard just a little bit more, you'll look like Tommy Fleetwood here pretty soon. You fucking homeless fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, what would? No, I'm just kidding. What David Faraday say? It looked like it looks like Tommy, a homeless man who robbed a Nike store. <laughs> yes. Tell me what the fuck you've been doing the past four months. Okay, wow. So yeah, Tommy Fleetwood. He he's been in quarantine this whole time. He finally made it over. Well, you been you cunt. <laughs> he came over here with his forty-seven-year-old wife. Finally, <laughs> I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah, I've not seen. Oh, dude, he married his like manager, like publicist, who had like a fifteen-year-old and like a twelve-year-old. Like Tommy's like dumb twenty-seven me. and has dumb like a fourteen-year-old stepson. Tommy, Tommy. That's a lot of Bang Bros porn. That kinda, <laughs> it's a seed that was planted long ago. <laughs> Mommy, stepmom yeah. rails son after getting caught jerking off. <laughs> Hot dog. Never mind. Okay, so yeah, no, Tommy's got too much rust. Not on Tommy. Uh, okay, so we're we're definitely on two of the three guys. <laughs> yeah. um, the next group. Hey, you didn't think I was kicking the heroin habit that quick, did the, you? <laughs> the next group. The defending champion. My pick. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Matthew Wolf. Obviously the defending champion. It's trending in the right direction. Probably will not repeat for his second win. Hey, you finish second, you miss a cut, you play decent, and then you win, right? When you chase the dragon, you chase him all the way home. So I, I do think, obviously, another popular pick. It's slim pickings this week with with this with this field, in, in my opinion. So I think I think Matt Wolf's another popular pick. You and I are both on him clearly. Um, so now we've all already established we're on two of the three players. Thank God, not three of the three of the three. You know, I would feel good, DJ going up against whomever, but who who the hell knows about that? So. Wolf's playing with a, a fan favorite, cool dude, Max Homa. He was fishing with Taylor Gooch today. Nice. Um, he had three top tens before the shutdown. Uh, hadn't been playing too well lately. And they're playing with Brendan Grace, the guy who you know, we talked about a few weeks ago, which I said that he shot 63 in a major. 62. He actually shot 62. He has the lowest score ever in a major. Yeah. In the British Open a couple years ago. Um, feature group number three, another two of our favorites, Brooks Kepka guy who literally just it's hard to put a real spot on not sure if he's healthy he's not trying to blame his knee though no he's not i, I do love that about him he's old school he's never gonna i can point to anything except like i just lost i, I lost yeah. i don't know what to tell you I, I sucked this week he's like i guarantee i can tell you the knee had nothing to do with me playing like shit but i love he you can tell he fucking hates bryson and he trolls his ass like every time he get he was liking all 
Pardon my take. Yes, he liked all that stuff. Uh-huh. They, they Lots worked. of LOLZs. Yes, exactly. The crying eyes. Um, Brooks, though, unlike DJ, I will pick him in the majors. But he's finished in the top ten of the FedEx standings the last three seasons. Do you know where he's ranked right now? 154. You saw the uh, yeah, same no, thing. I, I, I know what he's ranked because I'm looking at it right here. <laughs> he's got some work to do. So, I mean, this could be – I don't think he's just looking at this as like, oh, I don't really care. He's defending his next two tournaments. He won the WGC FedEx St. Jude's Invitational last year and the PGA. The next two coming up, you know, he needs to try to get it a little – right the ship a little bit. I mean, qualifying is right now. They, It's getting ready to start. It's yeah, going to happen quickly. It's close. It's close. He needs to he needs to make a move, make it quick. But as you've seen from guys in his position, guys that can go win a tournament or finish in the top five can can make a big jump. He's just got to get inside the, what, the top 125 for the first cut. That's right. Um, so the other guys that he's playing with. Keith, don't call me Pete Mitchell. Our boy, fucking Mav. T twenty second last week at the Memorial. Uh, he it's good to see him playing a little bit better. He yeah. hadn't been playing too well as of late, but Crunchy Pete whipping up them quesadillas. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, there may not be fans in the fucking you know the crowd there. <laughs> There's no Jesus. fans in the parking lot, but Crunchy Pete's there. <laughs> Crunchy whipping Pete whipping up some food. He's heading down to in like his van downtown fucking Cleveland, <laughs> driving all the way from Columbus to Cleveland to make a mu- couple bucks off of grilled cheeses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chucky Three Sticks is the third person in that yeah. group. Yeah, yeah. And he's never mixed. A, he's never missed a FedEx Cup playoff. Yeah, every every year since its inception in 07. One of nine. One. Hey, so words. Why don't you just take it from here? Oh, the last one. Your guy. <laughs> Your guy. <laughs> My mate. <laughs> Paul Casey. <laughs> oh no, I was talking about Bubba. <laughs> Fuck Bubba. I'm over two on him. This year, Bubba's banished for the rest of the year. I, I almost thought about just straight up cucking you and taking Bubba this week. And then <laughs> Bubba Watson has won his 11th in PGA Tour, baby. Yeah. But no, I was like, fuck you Bubba. You had those big eyes on Wednesday. Yeah. No. Uh, the guy, honestly, obviously, P- Paul has a soft spot in both of our huts. He's a, he's a good pick here. He, he's a, I think he... Sets up for him well. As he said, they canceled the vowel spot and totally cucked me. <laughs> That's where I really get my mojo going. And Johnny Longsocks will have a great <laughs> pair of shoes. Johnny Longsocks was on the bag today. He <laughs> really made me laugh. His sneakers. Sneakers is so funny. Did you see them? Well, the the guy I was going to say, you know, right up there with Paul Casey, my man Pat Perez is in this group here. I mean, I would love nothing more for my man Pat to get a win, but, uh, you know, it, he's not exactly a bomber. I mean, but. When was the last time he won? Probably a couple years ago. Shit, I think he won. uh, Yeah, it was a couple years ago maybe, but. Hard to pick. Hard Hard to pick him. Yeah, no, I I like Paul, and I I wanted to do it for the show, but couldn't go with Paul Casey. Paul. So who's your third pick? Well, words, I went with a guy that. You know, I, I thought might be off the radar, and like I like I told you before, I, I picked on Tuesday. I didn't I didn't, uh, didn't change, change him at all, and I didn't look at like the typical shit, like who the experts were picking, what the rankings were of who they thought would play well, all that bullshit. I actually did change my pick, which I never do. It was earlier today because I had Paul in instead of DJ, and you then I was douche. like, "Fuck it, you do." So if Paul wins, there will be a black hole in my heart. 
but I'll be real happy to. Okay. Well, sorry to interrupt you, but no. I had to, I had to put that no, I, I, on the record. I think I think it's it's somewhat predictable and I do like after looking like after I had my picks in, I went back and kind of looked at like some of the shit and I was disappointed to see this guy really on the radar for a lot of people. Um, you know, earlier in the year before COVID shut down, tied for ninth at the Arnold Palmer. Um, last two events, he was tied for 17th at the RBC, tied for 13th last week at the Memorial, trending in the right direction. Trendy. My bastard brother. I'm going with Harris English. Oh, my God. Okay, the Georgia Bulldog. Hey, and also the, the fake Lafferty Daniel in our league's brother-in-law, by the way. No shit. Yeah, I don't, don't want to blow him up too much there. But, uh, yeah, he's trending in the right direction, and uh, he's he's – Played pretty well here last year. I'm a Harris English guy. He's a good player, solid. Just a fringe guy looking to really bust through, though. Does he? He has one win, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's got a win. Uh, I d- I don't know words. I just I got. It's Ben Crenshaw said. I got a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, gotta go with my namesake, baby. There's nothing <laughs> better. And that's all I'm gonna say. There's there's nothing better than seeing English in the leaderboard, baby. The first page. No doubt. So for us, it's head to head. Me, DJ versus you, Harris English. Exactly. I would say I feel good about it, but I don't. Hey, you know, that was kind of like what Doc Redman against uh, the other, other weekend. It was Doc Redman against uh, another good player. Wait, no, never mind. Well, it's going to be one of those things like last week, Thursday morning, you wake up and DJ's plus three already. And you haven't even brushed your fucking teeth yet. <laughs> Just completely miserable. Yeah, no, I, I I like Harris English. Like I said, I think a lot of the kind of experts like him too, which kind of scares me. But uh, I would love nothing more than to see a, my bastard brother. It's a ballsy pick. There's not going to be a ton of guys on Harris English. If there are, I'm going to call them out for listening to the show and picking off of you. Exactly. Hey, hey, that's hey. What, maybe this is just a test. Test. I'm going to switch him tomorrow. Test. So I I do it every time where it's just for shits and gigs. Who's your Who's your alternate? Paul Casey. <laughs> well, words, we have something else in common. <laughs> Paul, Paul Casey. Casey. No, I just wanted to do that. I picked Luke List. <laughs> no, I, I had Paul Casey in there forever, and I changed Luke List before the show just because he's me and Chapo's boy, and he's been playing pretty well this week. And I wanted to be like, oh, see, I almost picked Luke List if he backdoors like a top five this week, which he was top ten last week. So shout out, shout out, Luke List. Uh, enjoy your weekend in Minnesota, <laughs> all the way from Norway. <laughs> oh my God! We'll miss heaven. you. We'll miss you this week, Victor. Oh, we love you guys. Keep your head down. I wanna live. I wanna give. I'm cutting lines for my golden nose I've got this dumb look stuck on my face Cause I'm so numb from doing lines of blow With my golden nose